Welcome to episode nine of the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts podcast. Um, tonight, uh, Logan is out of uh, out of commission, so I'm going to be the host, and I'm joined with Matt Hickey Hickman. Evening, everybody. And special guest, uh, his second maybe appearance on the podcast, Alan Wallace. Finally, AWOL has come back to the Sports Welcome. Nuts and Beer Guts podcast. Welcome back, AWOL. Thank you. Hey, well, uh, how does it feel that you're going to be on it twice in a week? Because we got a special episode coming Sunday. I, I, I'm a lot of pressure, actually. I hope uh, I hope I can fill in well tonight, and I'm ready for the, the baseball baseball uh, podcast coming up this weekend. For those that don't know, we have a special baseball bonus playoff uh, episode coming out Sunday night, where we're going to preview uh, pretty much everything to do with the playoffs, along with. Uh, what went wrong for certain teams that missed the playoffs, like the Cubs? Oh, gosh. Uh, getting started, Matt Hickey Hickman. You drinking a LaCroix tonight, or what are you drinking? Guys, for the first time, I may not have the lamest beverage. <laughs> so, so tonight I'm actually drinking um, Woodford Reserve with uh, Whiskey Stones, courtesy of my employer. Nice. I love Woodford. It's good, good bourbon. Yep. Hey, well, what, what do you got going on? I am drinking a Blue Moon Mango Wheat. Never had it before, but it's not bad. Mango. Pretty tasty. Yeah. It kind of sounds like you have to have a vagina to drink that. I'm not uh, embarrassed to drink it. I'll just say that. Uh, is it good? It is. It's actually very tasty. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to uh, get the girl drink of the week. I'm drinking some Sky Vodka with some Diet 7-Up. It is my... Uh, go-to drink right now so I, I think that beverage needs a name somebody uh if anybody out there could think of a good name for chris's signature sky vodka with diet seven up beverage that needs a uh you know a, a nice pithy name to it what about the what about the dugout <laughs> Doug- <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one just I'm trying to lose weight because I'm tired of Hickey fat shaming me by posting pictures of his uh, on Facebook. I'm just like, damn, he is skinnier than I am for the first time. He is he's looking ever. Very, very good. He's looking real yeah. good. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like, I'm like, man, I actually went running one time this week just oh. once. How'd that go? Yeah, it went about as good as you expected. 12 minute <laughs> mile. There we go. Maybe 13 minute mile. Not sure which one. No shame there. No shame there. We're going to get that half marathon in, guys, and we're all going to run it in three hours. It'll be glorious. Uh, in 2020, I'm all, I'm down for it. 2020 half marathon, I'll do it. This time, you guys have to run the full half marathon, though. Yeah. Uh, Touche. Yeah, yeah I, I was way out of shape last time. Um, Getting started here, before we actually start on the show, we're going to give like our social media stuff for you all to follow. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at SportsNutsPod. Follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, Sports Nuts and Beer Guts Podcast. Um, go give us a follow. And if you listen on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of those, uh, give us a five-star rating. Uh, I was looking at our ratings last week, and we have 18 five-star ratings and one four-star rating. Um, Hickman, any guesses on who would give us a four-star rating? I have no idea, man. I would assume it's somebody who holds a grudge against us. Maybe, maybe the guy whose flag you grabbed to end that intramural football game in two thousand and four to win. That'd be Nathan Lawson. Yeah, it could be. 
He probably gave us a, a four star from 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 that. Hey, well, any guesses on your end? Who would give us I, a four star? I was gonna say one of our wives, but I wasn't. Ooh, that's uh, a good good guess. Uh, my guess was my brother, and you might ask yourself why my brother. Well, one time he was married, and his wife is a writer, and he gave his own wife a four star book review. <laughs> so. That yeah, may be he's no. What you're saying is, one time he was married. Yeah, it probably does. Uh, wonder if he gave his marriage a four star review too. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> wow, it's my brother. I can go there. It is what it is. You can. We love Bubs. But Bubs, if you gave us a four star, make it a five star. Damn it! Uh, come on, come on, man. We'll talk about agriculture sometime. <laughs> no, we won't. Definitely not. No. Okay, here we go to our first segment, Making Sense of the Week. Our Making Sense of the Week segment is sponsored by Edward Jones. Edward Jones Advisors can help work with you to help you understand the impact of short-term events and how to be positioned for the long term. Edward Jones provides the tools for a reasoned, disciplined approach to investing. Call 865-988-7560 to schedule a face-to-face appointment today. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SPIC. Starting off making sense of the week. Uh, let's go with the NFL. Uh, early this season, we went, uh, we made playoff picks. We who's going to win the division? We're three games in, and I think uh, I think we have a good idea who's going to win divisions, or at least who's going to be competitive. Um, so we're going to go through. We'll start with the AFC East, and we'll work our way through the AFC, and then we'll go to the NFC East, and yada yada yada. AFC East is going to be about three seconds. Pats are going to win it. Absolutely. Won't be close. Even though Buffalo's 3-0, and it won't be remotely Done. close. Bad. i say 14 wins, probably. So they've got a tough stretch in the second half of the season. Um, they uh, they could possibly go 13 or 12, but 14 is a pretty good possibility. I'm, they've got a tough stretch. They're not losing four of those. They can play a quarter of their season being the games against the Jets and the Dolphins without literally without preparing. So that's a tremendous advantage. Uh so yeah, yeah. Pats win on a landslide, not close. In, NFC North, looking like Baltimore right now. Yeah, the I mean, I never bought into the Browns. The Bengals are what they thought, what we thought they were. Um, Steelers have fallen off uh, the rails. Roethlisberger's done. It's definitely Baltimore. I, I agree, Baltimore all the way. NFC or AFC South. I'm going to stick to my guns from earlier in the season. I still think it's going to be Houston. Um, uh, yeah, I'm still going to stick with Houston. Without this being a homer pick, I have actually watched all three Colts games this year, or two of the three Colts games this year. And they look they look like a pretty decent team, even minus Andrew Luck. And Brissett's playing good, and, and uh, I mean, that, that division's up for grabs, so... I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm with AWOL on this one. i got to go with the Colts. They are by far the better coach team between the two teams. Agreed. Uh, and I've watched two of the Colts games as well. And, I mean, their defense I thought was going to be solid. And I thought Brissett would be good enough. Or, as Logan calls him, brisket. thought he was good enough. Uh, T.Y. Hilton injury could be troublesome. But... I think they're very, very well coached. Uh, a good example of that's last week against the Falcons. They 
got the ball back with about four and a half minutes left, and the Falcons didn't touch the ball the rest of the game uh, in a one-possession yeah. game. Uh, good teams do that, and I think that's why I lean towards the Colts. That was the same situation for the Texans. They would have thrown on first and second down, ran a draw on third down, punted, and probably lost the game. But I, I would also say the Texans' offense looks underwhelming to me so far. I thought Deshaun Watson would be chucking it around, but they're definitely missing a running game. So, I mean, Carlos Hyde is what we, you know, Carlos Hyde, he's not very good. So they're missing a running game and they're just, they look kind of underwhelming so far. Uh, we can cross off the other two teams in that division, right? You're not Probably. on the Gardner Minshew train? Jesus Christ. Love that mustache. <laughs> Dude broke his, uh, tried to break his own hand with a hammer to try to get more eligibility at East Carolina. Uh, He's he's a bit of a legend, so I, I'm I'm happy we're living in the Gardner Minshew era here for Jacksonville. If anything, it'll be entertaining an entertaining six and ten season. I had never heard of the guy before this year. Have you guys ever heard of him? I I, I just knew about had, the Washington State days. Yeah. Or one year at Washington State. That's all I knew. Same here, and he finished like fourth in the Heisman voting. Just I mean, he was a Mike Leach quarterback that started every game. So gotcha. Who, who's more of a folk hero there, Gardner Minshew or? A, Leach. So it could end up being Minshew. Right now it's Leach. His rant on the Pac-12 um, mascots. mascots was legendary. <laughs> mentioning, you know, to beat a Sun Devil, you're going to have to talk about me talk to some Harry Potter folk or something. <laughs> 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 oh, I wish he was Tennessee's coach. But anyway, um, Minshew has a chance to become an all-timer in the in the folk you know football folklore just because of his antics, the smash in his hand, the mustache, the you know he, he started with with Denzel quotes in his first post game conference. I like guys that have some personality, so good for it. Yeah, it could be interesting. I hope it continues, but this could also be like the Jeremy Lin thing, you know, oh, about five six years ago, yeah. insanity. Like you know, it was about a ten game stretch where like New York was going crazy, and then. He just kind of fell off the map. It could be something similar, but I hope not. I'm rooting for him. Um, AFC West. Chiefs. Oh, Chief. Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs. Okay, let's let's pick two playoff teams then. I think this is where we could have some debate. So my two wild card teams, um, I actually had the Colts as a wild card team. I have the Texans winning that division, the Colts as a wild card. And I think the Chargers right the ship. I think they're just the next best team in the AFC. AFC's bad. Um, I mean, are they bad? They're the two best teams in football. No, the AFC. They're the two best teams in football. Right, but other than that, who have they? I mean, do people say the SEC is bad? Right, but the SEC not only has Alabama and LSU, they also have Georgia and Auburn and Texas A&M. I mean, they have some some other decent clubs, but I don't know. Yeah, the Patriots and the Chiefs are good, but I, I think there are 10 teams that are horrible. Okay, ten's a stretch. Eight that are really bad. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Texans. I think they're good enough. And then I'm gonna go Buffalo. That's they, a classic they, AWOL pick. Uh, well, <laughs> it is. But they like you said, like you mentioned with the Patriots, they get the Jets and the Dolphins at least a few more times. Uh their defense does look legit this year. And I don't know if Josh Allen's all that great, but he has definitely taken a step forward. Um so he can win you some games. He can, and you know it's tough to play in Buffalo in the uh, in the snow when the the winter comes around. So I'm going to pick Buffalo, and I'm going to pull for that's him. A good, that's a good pick. They do have two games against the Dolphins and one against the Jets, right? 
So that's three. Yeah. That gets into six that's wins. Yeah, that's three more in there. There, that's good. I I also went with uh, AWOL's picks, Houston and Buffalo. Uh, the Chargers are one and two right now. They still have a couple games against the Chiefs. The defense looks really bad, like just without James. Yeah, and he's—I think he's out till Thanksgiving or so. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with AWOL. Give me some Texans and Buffalo. I thought I'd be, so be really, on my own there. So I'm glad so, you went. So there. we agree. We agree with pretty much all the playoff teams, with the exception of. I, I choose yeah the Chargers. I choose Buffalo, and that's yeah, it. that's all right. I mean, the AFC really is that top. It is yeah. top heavy. I mean, you have one tier. You have New England, Kansas City. You have another tier with the rest of the playoff teams. Yeah. If you pick Buffalo, San Diego, just put, dump them in that tier. Yeah. Yeah. There's another tier, a little lower, and then there's one last tier for the Miami Dolphins, just <laughs> all-time worst team in football. They're in their own tier. They really are. I mean, the Bengals are zero and three, and they are two touchdowns better than the Dolphins. I I don't disagree. Uh, moving to the NFC, let's go with the uh, NFC East. Cowboys. So, um, I still I have Dallas win the division as well. Off to a hot start. You know, not much of a tough schedule so far, but I still have Dallas win that division at this point. I got Dallas as well. I don't I don't think that division is that competitive with Philly. Having a slow start, the wide receivers being hurt kind of oh killed gosh. them. I, I think if the wide receivers are healthy, they kicked Detroit's ass, but they weren't, so they didn't. So, give me Dallas. Seven drop passes, seven drop passes for Wentz. Yeah, when you're when your number one receiver is Aguilar. Well, you have Zach Ertz, but Aguilar dropping those passes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah. Good thing it wasn't a baby, right? <laughs> uh, NFC North. This is a pretty good division right here. It yeah. is. So I was on the Packers train preseason in our in our um, post, so I'm still going to stick with Green Bay. I think Green Bay looks looks maybe like they, they should have. Maybe Mike McCarthy being gone is what they needed, so I'll go Green Bay as well. I'm going to go Green Bay. I remember when Matt LaFleur was with the Titans last year. He installed a new offense, and the one thing they said was, Hey, it takes about eight weeks to actually install the offense and like people start to play well. So I think Green Bay's better days are ahead of themselves and they're already three and zero. Give me maybe, Green Bay. Maybe Watch after eight, after eight weeks they'll finally free Aaron Jones. Yeah. That's so depressing. He he's way better than Jamal Williams, that's for sure. Um <sighs> NFC South. Ultimate wild card division. Yeah. That's a tough one. I I thought pretty hard on this one. Um, I'm still going to lean the Saints. Um, Bridgewater has looked bad. Um, and they've managed to, you know, win one. And they lost the Rams. The Rams are good. So uh, I still think the Saints are going to win that division. And that might be at like 10-6. and six. I agree. I I don't love that pick. But, I mean, the, I'm, I'm down here in Panthers country. So Panthers don't look good. Although they look a lot better with Kyle Allen, uh, so maybe they stick with him. Who knows? Um, the Falcons don't look very good, and of course the Bucks aren't any good. So I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to have to go with you, but my confidence level is pretty low. It's more of the other teams are just that bad. Uh, and Breeze, NFC... Breeze will be back. I mean, he'll be back in what two, six, eight weeks, something like that. 
Uh, something like six weeks, yeah. allegedly. I, but if you're the Saints, do you rush him back or do you make sure he's actually fully healthy? Like, I don't think they need him. Depends on where you sit in the standings, and I think they'll be able to not rush him back. Yeah, yeah they'll be. A, yeah, they'll be able to hang around in the standings, and they'll be they'll be a tough out in the postseason. If you get a healthy breeze, um, hosting around one, then round two they're at you know say uh, the Packers. That's a that's a tough that's a tough get in round two. Actually, you know what? I'm going to call it right now. Dallas loses a home second-round game to New Orleans. It's believable. N- NFC West, what y'all got? I still have the Rams. I'm not buying the Niners. Rams. Seahawks look better than I thought they would, but I'm going to go Rams. Um, I'm going Rams, too. Uh, playoff teams out of the NFC. I think there's a, a lot more choices there. So, uh, Interested to see where y'all go on this one. All right, so the first one is a team that I, I, I've been bullish on. I think they right the ship. I think they get a little healthier. I'm going to stick with the Eagles. I think they find a way to get it down to put in the postseason or to the postseason. I really like Wentz, and I think they're they're pretty well coached. Really struggling on the second pick um, between a, a few different teams, and I'm going to go again with the – I think they'll figure it out, and I think they'll make the playoffs at like 9-7. and seven. I'm actually going with the Falcons. I know they look bad, but uh, I think there's a lot of pieces there, and I'm going to say that they ride the ship enough to sneak in at the sixth seed. Wow. I don't know I don't know if you remember the last time I was on, we talked about coaches on the hot seat. I picked the Falcons Dan, coach. You were right. Dan Quinn. Yeah, that, was, that was a good pick. I'm feeling good about that pick. I mean – I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like that pick. But I'm gonna say uh, Minnesota. They're they're running the ball really well. Chris was right on the Dalvin Cook. Can you say that again, up. please? He never shuts up about it. Dalvin Cook's Just a stud. Say it once. And then I'm I'm torn between. I'm torn between Chicago just because that defense is just so good. I know Trubisky is not very good, but that defense is ridiculous. And uh, Philly as well. Um, I think I'll pick. Oh, gosh. You can only pick two. Hey, well, two. I'm going to go. So I'm going to go Minnesota and Chicago. Oh, okay. Three teams. I I picked uh, one team that you two all picked. I picked uh, Philly from Hickman. They were my Super Bowl (laughs) winner, so I don't want to abandon ship yet. And I'm going with Minnesota because I love some Dalvin Cook. I love Mike Zimmer. He's one of the most badass coaches out there. Just. He he doesn't give any you know what's about anything. He's gonna do what he does, and players respect that. So those are my two teams out of the out of the West. Um, one last football topic. It's not on the outline, but um, this year in fantasy football, I'm doing a thing called trade grades, where anytime there's a trade, I just give out some grades, have a good time with it. It's all fun and games until you give somebody an F minus, and. <laughs> And it might, it might get somebody a little bit hurt over it. A little controversy. So we're going to talk out this trade that I gave an F- minus to somebody, too. So I, I like it. The trade is Sony Michelle and Tyler Boyd for David Johnson and Will Fuller. Hickman, what grade would you have gave that? Um, I, I wouldn't have given an F- minus uh, just because of my Patriot bias. I'm gonna. I would give the guy who I would give the Sonny Michelle guy, the guy acquiring that that person. I'd give them a D plus. Speaking of Sonny Michelle, let's talk about him for one second. 
Anybody have any guesses how many broken tackles he has this year? There, it's not. It's. Uh, I believe you can count them not only on one hand, but also on a finger. You can pick sure. which finger. You, you could. He has one. Um, do you know how many yards per game or per carry he's averaged in two out of the three games? I'm gonna go with two. Well, you're one too high on that one. Shut up. Oh my gosh. He has averaged .93 carries one game, and he's averaged 1.22 ga- uh, yards per carry the other game. Um, and the Patriots have had a very, very, very soft schedule so far. Oh, yes, and they will for the next several weeks. And Sonny Michelle is literally touchdown or bust. He doesn't catch any passes. He's caught one pass all year. In, in his career, how many passes do you think he's caught? Well, you only played one season. 20? 15? I don't know. I was going to say 25. Yeah, the answer is seven. <laughs> seven for his career. And, okay. and also, one more thing about Sonny Michelle. People are like, oh, they drafted him to be a three-down back. Um, AWOL, who's the Patriots' best third-down back? James White, all day. Who, who's arguably the best third-down back in football? James White. Uh, yeah, so so he's not going to be a three down back. Like, get that out of there. It's it's not happening. So then he's first and second down, averaging one yard a carry. Who who's who wants to be in second and nine or third and eight? Anybody? I I still think it's going to get better over the season. The Patriots run their season downhill. Remember, like Legarrette's blunt second half of his season, and way back in Corey Dillon's. There's just and Michelle did it last year. He did. Um, yeah, yeah. They they just they they just change the script halfway through the year. They load up on the run and then go back to the short passing in the playoffs. I think I think he ends up fantasy relevant. And generally, if you think about the Patriots, like November is their year where they turn it on. They start running the ball more. And now this year, I mean, they're gonna they got the soft schedule. They're gonna win all their games before November. But I I think I think he'll he'll come around. I I don't think he's a I don't think he's a workhorse or a stud by any means, but being the 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 you know running back on one of the two best offenses in the NFL is a big deal. Touchdowns are worth six points in fantasy, so they are. I just I just wanted to talk it out because I <laughs> I, I hate some Sony Michelle. The rest of the players in that deal, I, I David Johnson. I mean, you can say what you want about the Cardinals' offense. Uh, David Johnson plays a lot of plays. He catches passes. He has a pretty high floor. Ceiling's definitely he not does. what it was in 2016. But, uh, yeah, he has a pretty safe floor. Uh, Fuller and Boyd, I think Boyd's looking really good right now. But A.J. Green will be back probably three, four yeah. weeks from now. Um, And then Will Fuller, I, he is all or nothing. Like, yeah. I think I think AJ Green being back, I think AJ Green being back actually helps Tyler Boyd a little bit fantasy wise. He was better last year when Green was playing. Maybe I mean he was yeah. I just think I just think the target like Boyd has so many targets he has. He's not that uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Efficient. Efficient yeah he's not that efficient with the number of targets he's getting right now. So I think. I think the targets are going down. Maybe his efficiency does go up because Boyd, or not Boyd, but Green gets the number one corner against yeah. him. But yeah, that's a 
it's an a, interesting it's a, trade. It was an interesting trade. Both teams are 0-3. They're not making the playoffs. Sorry, Logan. Sorry, Kern. Uh, yeah, a lot of desperation in those trades, for sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. Alan, how many games have you lost this year in fantasy football in this league? That's a big zero, Chris. How about you? Oh, uh, mine not. Uh, zero. Zero. Hegman, what about you? I'm distracted from all of my past championships to count how many losses I have today. Uh, I, I think Fair after enough. this year I might be equal to you, but whatever. I'm feeling that good about my team. <laughs> Calling my shot right now. Yeah, cocky Chris is a different beast. Oh, it's the We're worst. Gonna, we hear so much crap. Chris is right about everything. It's only been about six years, so I, I got to live yeah. it up because I, I might have to wait six more years for this to actually happen. Uh, last topic in... Uh, making sense of the week since a wall zone we're talking some baseball there are exactly two playoff races going on in major league baseball right now so we'll get to the first one the national league central the cards are up by two games right now it's about to be a game and a half the brewers are beating the reds pretty bad tonight um yeah the brewers have four games left cardinals three game and a half lead a wall what what are you thinking on this one? Who who wins the central? Do we get a well, game one sixty three? I don't think so. I'm a little hurt. Obviously, I like the other team in that division that has completely bottomed out in the last uh, week and a half. But uh, the Cardinals, I think, are going to take that division. I, I don't really know how the Brewers are doing this without Christian Yelich. Um, so I think I think the Cardinals will hold on. They've they've got better pitching. So I think the Cardinals will hold on and take that division. Pigman, you're a, a baseball enthusiast. Uh, any thoughts on who's going to win the National League Central? So, uh, I believe Albert Pujols is down a little bit for the Cardinals. Uh, you know, he's been struggling a little bit, and uh, I don't know how much Bob Euchre can help the Brewers this year. So, uh, I think both teams are struggling a bit, but I'm going to give the nod to the Cardinals. I don't. I'm going with game 163. We're getting 163 right here. Wow. Uh, the Brewers are on fire. The Cardinals are scuffling. They blew a game against the Diamondbacks last night. They gave up a seven spot in the sixth inning today. I think they're starting to feel some pressure. Uh, and the Cubs literally have nothing to play for. But I, I got to think they're going to steal two out of three against St. Louis just to be like, screw you, St. Louis, to give the Brewers a chance. So. I wouldn't hate that. I, I I would not hate that. I I think we're getting 163 in this one, which is advantage Braves. So that's kind of why I'm going for that one. Yeah, well, and, and, the, and advantage uh, Nationals because whoever whoever uh, plays in that 163, if they do have it, then they've got to go and play the wild card game. So they do burn their ace essentially. Not yeah. that the Brewers have one. Jared no. Lyle probably starts game one, right? Yeah, Jor- Jordan Lyle's probably Jordan Lyle. I don't even know his there. name. He's been their best pitcher since they traded for him, but he does never go more than five innings. So, but they don't need it because they've got, they got the bullpen. Hey, well, do you know who the second best uh, bullpen arm the Brewers have right now is? Second best bullpen? I have no idea. That's Drew Pomerantz. He's on my fantasy team. That's the only reason I know that. He's been really good. <laughs> you and you and I playing in that third place matchup. Yeah, I'm just gonna forfeit that fifty dollars to you. I don't. I, it is what it is. I appreciate your uh, your charity. Thank you. I'm just I'm if, if a pitcher's playing the Marlins or the or the Lions, the Tigers, that's who I'm starting. I'm not even looking at their name. <laughs> uh, and the other other MLB playoff race we have is the AL Wild Card. 
We have Oakland, Tampa, and Cleveland. I think uh, maybe one game or a half a game is the difference between uh, hosting the wild card and missing the playoffs. So, Hickman, we'll get your input on this one first. Oakland, Tampa, Cleveland. So, I'm going with the which city's fan base is subject to the most misery. And it's not Oakland because they have the Warriors and they've been dominant, so they're making the playoffs. I mean, Oakland's kind of losing all their sports teams right now. Yeah, well... I mean, Golden State's going to San Francisco. The Raiders are going to Vegas. The A's... Okay, that's a good point. I'm just going with the recent success. So so we'll we'll go with that. You know, my baseball logic is locked tight here. So (laughs) I was going with them and... uh, I was going to go with Cleveland because even though they've had more publicized misery than Tampa has, Tampa has never had any success. Uh, the Bucks won but one Super Bowl in 03, and the Rays made one World Series in 08, yes. 09? Yeah, David Price's rookie year. Okay. Didn't they have a uh, long, like, didn't Eva Longoria play for them? Eva, yes. Yeah, Eva. <laughs> Eva with an N. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Oakland. I mean, I love that. I just, I, that's Billy Bean just doing Billy Bean things. So I'm, I'm going to say Billy, I'm going to say Oakland's in. Uh, Marcus Stroman, a dark horse to win the MVP. I said it here. Not Who? Stroman, not Marcus Stroman, Marcus Simeon. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Marcus Simeon. Uh, dark like, horse. Is he win- winning like the regular season MVP? Yes. I'm, Whoa. Dark horse. I'm just Whoa. saying dark, dark horse, dark horse to win the he, regular He's season. third at best. Third at best. But just the fact that we're saying that Marcus Simeon is third at best is pretty amazing. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm just saying he's a dark horse. And I'm going to go – I'm going to go with Cleveland. I, I just feel like with uh, Jose Ramirez back, uh, they're just they're just going to be a little bit a little bit better than Tampa down the stretch here. So I do love Tampa as well. The fans – I mean, I feel bad for that team. They're – They've been great, are very good for the last several years, and no one goes. So I feel bad for him, but I'm going to go with Cleveland. Hey, well, you kind of like stole my thunder there. I was going to go Oakland, Cleveland, in hopes that Oakland wins the wild card, gets to host a game because those fans are they're pretty great when it comes to the playoffs. They are. Uh, they don't go. They don't go regular season, but they are great. They don't. Uh, yeah. And let's, Tampa doesn't deserve anything. I mean, you get like twelve thousand fans to a weekend game in Tampa. It's embarrassing to baseball. Even get the idea that they're going to play half the season in Tampa and half the season in Montreal. Get out of here with that nonsense. Tampa doesn't deserve it, so I'm just going to go Oakland, Cleveland. Hopefully Oakland gets to host because I think it would be a cool cool thing to watch. Moving on to our next segment, is that the beer talking? MLB playoffs are just around the corner. Um, how would you rank the big four as far as their playoffs go? Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, and NHL. Good I'll question. Go, so, I'm going to go last to first. I'm going to go last NBA. It takes forever. You don't it like three be. games between, three days between games? It's the worst. Without oh travel? <clears throat> Take, takes forever. The, the duration is the biggest problem of it. Um, so that, that one's last. Next, I'm going to put NHL because of the wonky seating. The NHL playoffs as a whole are incredible. Like they're, they're like the the product on on 
on ice court field, whatever you want to say, is is phenomenal. But the seeding just screws it all up, and the wrong teams advance. So I'm gonna put them put them there. Baseball, uh, I'll put next uh, because I the one game thing. Why does it have to be one game? Why can't you have a two a three game round there? I, th- I don't see a downside to that. At least they finally expanded over the years, and. I mean, this is predictable that I'm going to go with NFL first. Single elimination. Um, the seating's right. It's the right amount of teams. So that's where I'm going to go. All right, Chris, you're going to not like this, but I'm going to go NHL last, um, mainly because I just don't really keep up with it all that much. Also, it's, it just seems like, it just seems like uh, you know, eight seeds are semi-regularly making the Stanley Cup or – uh, making deep runs into the playoffs. The, the one thing I oh, love... Oh, well, they, they don't have eight seeds anymore. They just have one through four seeds. Come on, man. Oh, see, I don't even, yeah, that's <laughs> a bunch of them. Uh, the one thing that would take it up the uh, list for me is the playoff beards. I love the playoff beards. So, uh, You've yeah, already I'll started go, yours, apparently. I have. It, it's... <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, you can go ahead and shave it. The Cubs are officially eliminated, right? Like, oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go NHL. And I'll go NBA. Um, pretty much because we like very much like Hickman said. Uh, you know, several days between games like is ridiculous. I get it for travel, but if you're at home and you're doing back-to-back games at home, you don't need to have three days between games. The play, I I would say if you could shorten the first round to five, I would be a little bit. It'd be a little bit better. Uh, seven game series, especially when you know that there are going to be a lot of like sweeps early on, and you you can almost pretty much predict these days who's going to make who's going to make the finals. Although Toronto last year did surprise us, so that was cool. Um, I will go. I will go NFL second. I love the the one and done aspect of the NFL. But I'm just so burnt out on the Patriots winning every year that I just cannot put it first. Uh, and it's just, it's just with the wild card weekend, they never have to play. So that's just going to break it down for me. And then I'll go baseball. And I think, I think maybe that's just me loving baseball, but something about the fans in the playoffs, uh, the games feel very important. Every single game, every single pitch feels very important. Um, so I'm going to go with baseball first. I'll uh, continue to count down like Hickman did. Uh, NBA is number four for me. The same reasons you both mentioned. It just takes way too long. And the predictability of you pretty much know who's going to win each series. Uh, number three for me. Sorry, AWOL. Major League, Major League Baseball is number three. Uh, I love the playoffs. It's wow. uh, It is what it is. The other two options are just superior for me. Number two, I got the NFL. Uh, I like watching good teams play each other when everything everything's on the line. It's, it's great to watch. And number one's hockey. My wife absolutely loves hockey. We literally got ESPN Plus so we can watch hockey games pretty much every night. That's essentially our date night now. I'm embarrassed to say this. I probably watch more than 70 Preds games a year. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's mine and Liz's date nights. We we watch hockey. Uh, we Over 70 games. It's probably over 75 games. Uh, there was one time we were on vacation, and we watched a game on our phone in a mall parking lot. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, lo- 
Liz loves hockey, so I watch it. It's like I, obviously I love sports way too much. I no problem admitting that. But Liz actually loves it, so I watch a lot of it. The playoffs, man, it's great because they play every other night the entire way. Yeah. Um, and then there's games that start at like I'm in Central Time Zone. There's games that start at six, and then you have another game that starts at nine. So literally have six straight hours of hockey. If you have it overtime, it's sudden death. It's it's just a, a an amazing adrenaline rush watching it. So Stanley Any complaints Cup. about the seating situation? Uh yeah, it's it's effing stupid because the Preds are in the the worst division possible for that. Uh I don't know how much y'all know about hockey. Probably not much, but the the central and the west like the the west the western division. Uh, you get the Central, or Western Conference. The Central uh, Central Division is just, it's insane. You have Winnipeg, Nashville, St. Louis won the Stanley Cup last year. Uh, those are, and Dallas is really good. Colorado's really good. Chicago's coming along. Oh, they had a weird offseason. The Wild actually sucked, but whatever. Uh, yeah, it sucks because the way they do it is each division, one through three, are guaranteed to make the playoffs. And they ranked one, two, and three. And then your next two best teams out of each conference. It also sucks for whatever division has Tampa, Boston, and uh, Toronto in it. Because they're one, two, and three pretty much every year. The last two years they have been. It's dumb. I wish it was one through eight. Whatever. I, I do agree. It's dumb. Now, I would change my rankings if we were talking like the live experience. Like, I, I mean, I, I think going to a hockey game is probably the best live experience there yeah. is. So, I love it. I just, for some reason, haven't been able to get into it on TV, but I, I respect that. I mean, I, I think after, after what you said, I like that they play every other day. I'm going to move them up to three. NBA, let's move them down. They're four. High five. I agree. Success right there. Maybe Moving on to the next here. one. Uh, this one was specifically meant for Logan because he had a nice rant coming on this one. But in case you didn't know, Kansas basketball is getting hit with some NCAA violations. Um, and here's uh, here's my question, which is more surprising. Perry Ellis, the uh, Kansas center that was there for what seemed like eight years, he uh, he's having to finish up his degree so he can be an assistant coach because some assistant coach is getting suspended. Um, which is more surprising, the NCAA going after a blue blood in Kansas or per- Perry Ellis didn't graduate in the eight years he was at Kansas? Uh, wow. That's hilarious. For, real quick, Perry Ellis, the only thing I can think of is with, with that name. So when I was in middle school, I thought like the apex of cool were sh- like Tommy Hilfiger shirts. And so my parents weren't stupid and they wouldn't buy them for me. So we would go to like TJ Maxx. And at TJ Maxx, you'd see all these like half price, like misprinted Tommy Hilfiger shirts. And next to them were Perry Ellis brand shirts all the time. You'd see all this like. So that's one other thing is Perry Ellis of this like pseudo wannabe preppy shirts from the 90s that uh, I probably had plenty of them because my. Parents again weren't stupid and wouldn't buy expensive Tommy Hilfiger shirts for me. So you're a little bitter. You didn't, you didn't fit in because you had to wear a Perry Ellis instead of Tommy Hilfiger. I I lived in Alabama, so no, I didn't fit in. But that wasn't why. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I'll I'll move on there. But uh, quick aside, I'm shocked they're going. If they didn't go after North Carolina, I, it's I'm I, it's 
it's shocking that they'll go after Kansas. Uh, I mean, I know North Carolina probably has a bit more cachet and, and money than Kansas, but still, Kansas, like you said, is a through and a thoroughly a blue blood in college basketball. Uh, so that's very agreed. I'm I'm not shocked at all that a college basketball player can't graduate in. Four, six, eight years. Um, it took me about eight years too. So yeah, understandable. Some, some of us, it took a while to graduate from college. It did, but no, it doesn't shock me at all that a, a, an athlete, a college athlete, college scholar, as they say, can't graduate in, in that amount of time. No, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely surprised that they went after a blue blood, like Hickey was saying. Like, I mean, Kansas is with the tradition at Kansas and the, the numerous Final Fours and titles that they've had and. And uh, Bill Self's a pretty respected coach. So, I mean, I think this could have a trickle-down effect. I think that, um, I mean, we all, I think, could agree that every every school is doing something shady. Oh, so yeah. If they're going after Kansas, I would say that they could potentially go after other, other schools as well. Uh, I'm kind of shocked they're going back after Blue Blood because last time they did, North Carolina didn't work out well for the NCAA. And it wouldn't shock me at all if – if nothing sticks from this, it's just the NCAA trying to trying to flex a muscle they don't have, and Kansas gets off pretty much free, just some kind of probationary period, two three years, maybe one scholarship loss per year, or whatever. Uh, I don't think it's actually going to affect them. Uh, next one, in case y'all haven't seen, Awal mentioned it earlier. There was a video that went viral of a a guy in Philly that mentioned <laughs> he was catching babies. And it's a good thing his name wasn't Nelson Aguilar because he'd been dropping babies or something along those lines. Uh, ever since social media has taken off, there have been several viral videos. Uh, what's your favorite, AWOL? I love the... It's very kind of similar. There, there was the guy talking about people climbing in the windows and snatching people up and hide your kids, hide your wife. I love that one. Uh, and the auto-tune song was incredible as well. I can't wait for the auto-tune song for the Aguilar guy. That's going to be good, too. So I want to go with the uh, Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Wife video. At one point, uh, so funny story. That happened, AWOL, when you and I were out of the country. Oh, okay. So for those well, AWOL and I took a trip around the world in 2010. We could talk for a long time about that, but he and I were probably in like Turkey when this came out. When I came back to the States, my now wife, then girlfriend, I, her ringtone was the auto-tuned version of Antoine Dotson. <laughs> and I <laughs> did not know what was going on until I heard, hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Um, so, a couple of them come to mind with me. The, the first one, though, um, was this is a terrible one probably to choose, but uh, Friday, Rebecca Black. You remember that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so good. I mean, so bad, but uh, so good. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not like she was like, I don't hold her accountable at all for this. Right. Because I mean, she was just like a kid that wanted a music video. I blame her parents. I blame the songwriter who has that like random aside. I'm like, up ahead is a school bus. I blame but her parents. Her parents set it up. The kid's 16. She's like, hey, I'd like to do a music video. And then they did it. That's their <laughs> fault. 
I know a lot of those words, sadly. But yes, yeah, it's a terrible song. My uh, my favorite viral video was good old Latarian Miller. I don't know if you know the name or not. But he was a seven-year-old that took his grandma's vehicle for a ride. Oh, amazing. Okay. And, uh, amazing. You win. And uh, he, he said, uh, I just wanted, like, I just like doing hood rat stuff with my friends. This happened uh, somewhere around 2008 or so, but 2010 oh. or 2011, shout out Bobby Long. He's one of my good friends. Uh, anytime, that was back in my like, semi-alcoholic days. And by semi Higman and Abel may like say I actually was an alcoholic. Uh, I digress. Whatever. Uh, it another, is what it is. Tomato, tomato. I, I had a lot of fun those years. And anytime me and Bobby were uh, were out, we'd be like, hey, which bar are we meeting at? Question mark. And uh, he would be like, I'm lost doing hood rat stuff with my friends. So that's good. It was pretty popular. Like we text each other that doing hood rat stuff with our friends. Like our phones could literally auto correct it to doing hood right stuff with their friends so that was my favorite just classic any guesses that's, where that guy is right that's... now oh, which guy you're latarian miller well, no latarian miller i don't know the seven-year-old kid he's yeah. he's probably uh that was he was seven he's 18 years old now oh no oh, any boy. guesses i hope latarian turned it around yep he didn't turn it around he's in jail right now yeah oh. He held up his Lyft driver or something like that. I just read that when I was looking this up. That's well, he does have a pattern of taking cars. <laughs> he does. He does have that. Uh, oh. Lastly, oh, go ahead, Pigman. <laughs> what do you have? I was just going to say, oh, he I got too, too much Grand Theft Auto, apparently. <laughs> 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 lastly on this, uh, last week we touched on the uh, Iowa State uh, guy that had the sign... Send me some money for Bush Light. Uh, the Des Moines County or Des Moines Register people, they came out and one of the reporters dug up a tweet that said something offensive, uh, something about a Tosh, Tosh 2.0 episode. Uh, and it had a slur in it. It, it is what it is. Uh, what do y'all think about people going back, looking at old tweets, bringing them up? Uh, he was 16 at the time. I think it was six years ago that he actually said it. What do y'all think about this? Hey, uh, well, hey, well, you're shaking it. your head. Let me hear it. it. I hate it. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I I am all for um, there being consequences for a 16 year old when he's 16 or 17. And you know he says stuff he shouldn't say or tweets stuff he shouldn't say or racist or whatever. I'm all for that. Like, I'm like, but if you're digging stuff up from six, seven, ten years, sometimes even more, I, people change. You know, people they do a lot of stupid stuff when they're 16, um, and so I, I just hate it. I, I actually saw where some some people actually dug some stuff, racist stuff up from uh, from the reporter. I don't know if you guys saw that, but oh, I did. Kind of, kind of thought that was funny, but no, I mean, it's just a. Um, the world we live in and it's, I mean, everybody's just so negative and always trying to bring people down and he's just trying to get, do good things and, you know, make the world a better place. And yeah, he said some bad things and I, you know, he absolutely was wrong, but does that mean that he's the same person he was when he was 16? I mean, we can't judge that. So I he, hate it. He literally raised a million dollars for a children's hospital. Exactly. Like, 
Exactly. Hey, so, jerk. Yeah. So what I was going to say real quick, like, what's the point? Like, why are we bringing this guy down? Like, I don't get it. Well, I mean, I, I don't like it either. I mean, I think we can all acknowledge that we've all said regrettable things when we were 16, 17, 18 years old. Now, 19, whether, 20, 21, well, yeah. Regardless of the subject matter, I mean, I, I don't know what they were, whether whether it was you know, racist in nature or sexist or, or selfish, who knows? There's a ton of different ways to categorize some terrible things that we could have said and thought. And I would venture to say that everybody has done or said something regrettable in younger years. Um, hey, time out. Sorry, Hickman. I hate to bother you, but hey, well, remember that time you let a profanity out right in front of the athletic director at Johnson University? Yeah, uh, uh, I did. After I, I, after you struck out or something? I, I well, I, I I grounded out. I was in some sort of a slump. I remember, and I like ran down first baseline, got thrown out, let out profanity, which at the time was big deal for me. And he was standing right there. I ran for like the next inning and a half. Foul pole to foul pole. My my yeah. favorite my favorite story about this was like the left fielder for the team we were playing against was like, "Hey man, how much do you have to run?" And Abel was like, "Man, the coaches tell me to run foul poles until I got just keep running foul poles the rest of the game." <laughs> wow, during the game, that's hilarious. Go ahead, Pickman. Sorry for interrupting. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I don't, I don't have much there. But really, the moral of that story is that AWOL's a terrible person and shouldn't be trusted, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. So, really, really, we've got got it locked down here. Uh, no, just the, the short of it is, I, I hate when you're digging something out to tear somebody down for no other reason than that. If you're trying to dive in and understand more about someone's character, that's one thing. And I think what somebody said or has done in the past two or three years is much more indicative of who they are. And even then that could be a dramatic departure from who they are now. So I, I think the important thing about it all is context and what was the meaning at the time and what is the meaning now. What you said and thought when you were 16 likely has nothing to do with who you are and what you think and what you stand for now. So would you hold someone, the way I like to look at it is would you Throw a 16-year-old under the bus right now for saying something like that. No. You would probably say, hey, this person's misguided. We need to dive into this a little more and help them, you know, change their viewpoint or, or turn it around a little bit. And you know what? 99% of the time, it does happen. This guy matured. He grew up. He's doing good things. And I think uh, if you would not you know, tarnish a 16-year-old now for it, you should understand that that guy was 16 at that time, too. Yeah, I got two things on this one. First off, as they well mentioned, uh, the reporter that dug the tweets up, he had his own dirty tweets. Karma's a bitch. It is what it is. Uh, he got exactly what he had coming to him. I'm glad people found tweets like that. Uh, he, it, it's kind of a despicable thing because the guy literally raised a million dollars for a children's hospital. And you're like, oh, let's find something to tear him down or something. It's it's That's BS. That is what it is. Second off... Uh, my personal Twitter account, I got two things on this one. All my tweets, more than 30 days, get automatically deleted. Downloaded an app for that because I myself, whenever I opened, I started a Twitter account, I'm sure I said some really dumb shit. And five years ago, when I started looking for a job, I was like, 
man, if an employer actually Googled that, let me, let me make sure that's, that's not there anymore. So that's what I did first off. Second off, um, I look at my Facebook memories every, almost every day. And I find myself deleting stuff from eight, nine, 10 years ago pretty regularly because I said some dumb shit. So I understand that people say dumb stuff. It, I mean, myself 10 years ago, myself today, um, I'm not sure that person 10 years ago would recognize this person today, but it is what it is. Maybe because you're double the size. Oh, oh man. Man, that was a good one. I couldn't pass it up. I'm sorry. That was no. a good one. You're not wrong on that one. Well, I think this goes along to mention when when we ran our half marathon last year, Chris and I had to tag team it and you had to come up with a team name and our team name was Stop Fat Shaming Us AWOL. <laughs> also true. Listen, I'll, I'll, pro- I'll probably get in trouble 10 years from now because of what I just said on this podcast. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I hope, we, I hope this podcast is still going in 10 years because I have a good time. <laughs> Uh, moving on to everybody's favorite segment, Chug, Sip, and Pour. Since we were just talking about Bush Light Venmo Guy, we're going to try to start each Chug, Sip, and Pour episode off with a drink. So this week's drink is Bush Light. Uh, Hickman, you Chug, Sipping, or Pour that one? I don't know that I've ever had a Bush Light. Uh, you haven't hung around with me enough. I mean, usually you've got, uh, you know, Mick Ultras or... I've had Coors Lights and, and all those. I don't know that I've had a Bush Light. Probably not going to drink it. I mean, I would, I don't know. I would drink a certain circumstance. Somebody hands it to you, I'm not going to get rid of it. I'm going to pour it. It's not, not my jam. <laughs> uh, I have I have had Bush Light, and um, it tasted pretty similar to all the other terrible beers that I don't like. Um, I can't really tell much of a difference between that and... Um, you know, Bud Light and, and all those others. So Natty Light, one of Chris's favorites, but um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pour it out. Just I'm I'm a I'm a beer snob, so I'll pour it out. Well y'all are both wrong. Uh the answer is chug right here. You're chugging some bush light. Uh this is this is a really all time favorite uh story of mine about cheap beer, aka cheap beer. So me, my brother, uncle, and my uncle's first cousin, which would make him some kind of cousin to me. Not sure how we're related. We were on the golf course, and uh, we get to about hole six, and uh, my my uncle's cousin says, uh, hey, hey, Nathaniel, what kind of beer you got back there? And my brother goes, uh, Coors Light. And my uncle's first cousin goes, oh, you got that high dollar beer back there. <laughs> It's oh one of my, my favorites. Uh, I'm curious what he says about Bush Light, but I'm chugging Bush Light. I if, if if it says brand name of beer and then Light following it, I'm probably chugging it. So chug, chug, chug. I think we can agree. Sip is 100 percent the wrong answer on that one. <laughs> oh, that's probably right. true. Okay, it, all right. Is, isn't isn't that what Bush Light's for? Chugging, you know, just you know, if you have to, yeah. Uh, next one, Notre Dame moved to 1-18 versus top 10 teams since 2000. Chuck Zipper poor Brian Kelly ever win in a college football game at Notre Dame? Like a playoff game? College football playoff game, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I'm pouring that out. They they made it to the playoff. They, the two, two times that what they got there was they got the shutout in the playoff and then 
They played Bama in the national championship and got absolutely annihilated, did not belong on the field with them. I mean, they've gotten way, way better. They've got to be pleased with the success Brian Kelly's had, but when it comes to playing the you know, Clemson, Alabama of, of the world, it just isn't going to happen. I thought, now granted, they played Georgia tough in, in Athens, but uh, I don't trust them in the moment. Four. I'm going to go with Sip. Uh, not because I'm a big believer in Brian Kelly, but I mean, if he can hang around longer than you know Nick Saban, if Nick Saban retires, say in the next five years, then you know there's one of their big hurdles down. I I don't know what Dabo's going to do. I don't know if he'll be NFL in five years or if he'll be coaching Alabama. I think that's an option. Uh, but I mean, they still got the tradition to get good players in Notre Dame. So I'm going to say Sip. I think there's a chance. I'm going to pour that out as a former uh, college athletics manager myself. We got to stick together. Brian Kelly kills managers. It's a fact. It happened. Uh, I'm pouring that out. I don't like Brian Kelly. I think he's a terrible person. I think Notre Dame's an overrated football team year in, year out. So, yeah. I can agree with that. Uh, Next one, we're going to stick with college football. Uh, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Um, it's not really win as planned, I guess you could say. Um, will Michigan ever win a Big Ten title with Harbaugh's coach? This one baffles me. I just I don't understand. Like I thought he was going to be really good. I thought he would, you know, they would be one and two with Ohio State, and uh, it's not looking. I'm, I'm I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna pour it out. I don't I don't know that they win a Big Ten title. Did, didn't we all think he was a top three NFL coach? Oh, close to it, yeah. What about you, Hickman? Harbaugh's top three NFL coach when he when he uh, left. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. All right, yeah. Go ahead, Hickman. Okay, I'm gonna have a different take. I I think he's done really well. Okay, post Lloyd Carr, here's Michigan seasons: three and nine, five and seven, seven and six. Then somehow Brady Hoke was eleven and two. Okay, eight and five, seven and six, five and seven. Harbaugh comes along. They've gone ten and three in three of those seasons, and eight and five in one of them. Now he lost uh, bowl games um, in two of the ten and three seasons. That you know, whatever Orange Bowl and Peach Bowl didn't really matter at that point. He can't beat Ohio State. That's that's been the issue. He's zero and four against Ohio State, who is an absolute juggernaut, but now doesn't have Urban Meyer. If Michigan's patient and realizes that he is without question the best coach they've had since Lloyd Carr. I think he wins a Big Ten. Now, I'm more concerned about the tone uh, around Ann Arbor and the uh, you know culture there. I think it could start to get Tennessee toxic, um, and that doesn't. If they if they can stay patient, I think he will make good things happen. Yeah. How long do they hang with him? That's the that's the question. And and Penn State's on the rise. I feel like so. You know, just in the last couple of years. Won, so they, he's yeah. won 38 games in four years. How, yeah. how long have y'all thought that Jim Harbaugh is the second best Harbaugh coach? Oh, I've thought uh, that. I think I think John's a better coach. Oh, he is a better coach. I I would I would say that for sure now. But when they were both coaching in the NFL, I thought Jim was a better coach. Oh yeah, yeah. I probably would have said that too. Yeah. This is so crazy. Guy goes to want, college and it's a different beast. What, it's completely different. I wonder what you know, if he would have stayed in the NFL. You know, like would he have com- you know been competitive? I mean, San Francisco. You know, in the Super Bowl that year. So, I mean, that I don't know. I, I wonder if he would have been competitive. That would be interesting. 
I'm going to pour Harbaugh winning a Big Ten title. I think Ohio State has their number. And Harbaugh, he just seems so hard-headed right now. I don't know. He can't develop a quarterback, which is something that, I mean, he made Colin Kaepernick look competent at San Francisco. Uh, and I really thought he was going to go to Michigan and just absolutely dominate. Like, he was going to get recruits. He's going to get a good quarterback. He still hasn't got a good quarterback. So, yeah, pouring it out. Uh, next one. This is a, a weird one. Probably the weirdest topic we've had in Chuck Sip and Poor. Good old Takashi69. Uh, he is ratting out his uh, gang right now uh, in, in a New York courtroom right now. So, he's ratting him out. I think he's going to witness protection. If he's not, he's going to be dead sooner than later. Um, how the hell is he going to, how the hell is that going to work? Uh, Takashi six, nine and witness protection. Chug, sip or pour that working. All right. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to chug it. All right. Because if you look so distinctive and if, if like I had to look the guy up, he has, an obscene amount of tattoos and very facial tattoos, facial tattoos and always is dressed like has rainbow hair. It just looks bizarre. So if you can use enough, like you remove tattoos and make your hair look normal, you can normalize yourself enough that you will look completely different. So I want to chug it. I think it can work out if you just have to look completely opposite of what you did before. Interesting. It's a good theory. I I don't know anything about this story. Um, I mean, it sound. I mean, could it could it be like uh, could it be like American Gangster? You know, you guys see that movie where like you know the 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 baddest gangster becomes like the the guy helping the F- FBI catch all the criminals. Like, could it be something along those lines where you know they they protect him so and then he'll help them you know get all the uh, get all the guys in the gangs. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll sip it. I, I don't know enough about it, but I'll sip it. Uh, I'm going to pour this out. Uh, his facial tattoos, his hair, his personality. Uh, I don't think he can stay away from social media. Like social media will be yeah. his downfall there. Uh, and even if they get the tattoos removed, get him looking normal, get him in out in Montana or Wyoming, wherever the hell they put these people, just working these nine to five jobs. Uh, I think he's going to find his way to social media, let out, he's a rapper, he's going to let out some CD, album, uh, and he's just going to get himself killed over this, so I'm pouring out the whole witness production thing. Probably not going to end up, end well for him. Last one, Chuck Sip report the Emmys were this past Sunday. You Chuck Sip and reporting the Emmys. Poor, I don't care about any of those, uh, those shows for the most part, so I didn't, I didn't watch it, uh, didn't have any interest, so I'm going to pour it out. Same here. Award shows are dead. Not interested. Same. I poured that out. I didn't even know what the Emmys were. I had to Google it to see what they were even for. <laughs> uh, we're pouring that one out. Real good quote about the... Uh, well, do you remember when um, Antonio Brown got blindsided by Vontez Perfect in the playoffs? And nearly, like... Just, and by... Blindsided? You mean like knocked his like chemical imbalance off in his head and made him yeah, crazy? Like, Is that what you're talking was, about? Was nearly decapitated by yeah. perfect. And then Pac-Man Jones <laughs> comment after the game was he faked it so good he should have got a Grammy. <laughs> 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 but you get a Grammy 
vocal performance. The C-Man and Emmy, but I always thought that was hilarious. Former Tennessee Titan, great. Yeah. Uh, our last segment is the Picking and Grinning segment. It is sponsored by the Agave Brothers. And since we have a member of the Agave Brothers in the house today, AWOL, uh, give us your best promo here. If you are looking for high-energy band uh, to play your party or your wedding or whatever event you have, uh, the Agave Brothers has it. Uh, we can play um, all sorts of covers. Uh, we span anything from country to classic rock to Johnny Cash. and So uh, we're based out of Charlotte. We... Uh, we really love to do events and we really like to uh, make your event special by doing some live music. So hit us up on Facebook at the Agave Brothers and we'd love to come to your event. Nice. Appreciate it. So uh, running down last week's uh, picks, Matt, I mean, you were two and one on the week. It's, it might be our first winning week on the year. Uh, it's, it's a comeback. We're feeling good about ourselves. Absolutely. Logan was one and two on the other hand. So if, if you are fading Logan on the year, you are seven and two. You're making some <laughs> real money right there. I'll let you figure out what Logan's record is for the year. Uh, Matt and myself are four and five, so we're we're one good week from getting back to even. So we're we're there. We got it. Real close. Uh, Matt, give us your picks this week. All right. So we'll start with college football. Um, this is an interesting line. This is one where I feel like Vegas knows something that we don't. Um, Purdue is hosting Minnesota, and Purdue is a one-point underdog by Vegas consensus. Um, Minnesota has beaten like South Dakota State, Charleston Southern, and Fresno State by a combined 13 points. So they're 3-0, and but it is a week 3-0. Purdue's had a couple of rough games start the season. They waxed Vandy, um, but she shouldn't be an underdog against Minnesota. Taking Purdue plus one. Uh, boiler up on that one. Uh, next one, uh, NFL Chiefs at Detroit. Uh, predictably, Kansas City is a favorite. It's on the road, but it's that offense in a dome. I think they should get more than six and a half. I am taking the Chiefs. Uh, I think they win that one by two touchdowns. The last I don't have a ton of confidence in, but it's just one of those like gut things, sort of based on how I think the trajectory of the team. Uh, compelling Thursday night game, Philly and Green Bay. Philly's a four-point dog at Green Bay. I think it's a really close game. Uh, I like the Eagles to cover plus four against you. Hey, well, you got any picks for us? Sure. Yeah, I've got uh, two NFL, and I'm going to throw college in there. You guys know I don't even watch college football, but I'm going to throw one in there. Um, so I'll start with that one. Uh, the Hoosiers are on the road at Michigan State, but they're 14-point dog. I don't even know if Michigan State can score 14 points. Um, so I'm going to go with the Hoosiers uh, in the, and the points on that one. Um, and then yeah. NFL, NFL, I don't see how the Chiefs um, can't win by more than six and a half against the Lions. I, I do. I, I mean, I know the Lions are two zero and one, and you know maybe maybe looking decent, but I think the Chiefs win that one by more than six and a half. And then I also am going to take the Colts by more than six and a half against the terrible Raiders at home this weekend. All right. Well, I'm going to make this one a trifecta. Uh. Chiefs minus six <laughs> at Detroit. I, uh, wow. I, I talked to AWOL, I think it was yesterday on the phone, and I told him about this game, and I said, man, if I lived in Vegas or somewhere where gambling was legal, like I could just get on my phone and, and place a bet, I I would probably drop like $1,100 on 
on Chiefs minus six. I feel that good about it. So if if only we had a yeah. friend that lives in Vegas. I know. If only. Man, oh, maybe Peaker, we need to put some money good old, together. Good old Peaker Juice, you might be getting some Venmo money, and uh, I might have to get you to go to a casino for me. Chiefs minus six. That that's the best bet I felt. Like I felt so good about that. It's as Hickman said, it's a dome game. The Chiefs are well coached. The Lions are not well coached. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs can put up points. I'm not sure the Lions can. Uh, yeah, Chiefs minus six is free money. Found uh, the over on that one too. That's a nice parlay. And then uh, that was my first bet. Second bet was the NFL. I'm going Chargers minus 16.5 at Miami. Miami's 0-3 against the spread this year. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to ride that one out. I don't think Vegas can take into account how bad Miami is. Not only are they bad, they've literally already quit on the season. So I don't I don't think Vegas is taking that into account. Give me Chargers minus 16.5. It'll probably be about 14 nothing after the first quarter, so the next three quarters I just have to gain three points somewhere. Give me the Chargers. I'm liking it. Uh, and since I suck at college football, I'm going to stick with uh, another NFL pick. I'm going Houston minus four and a half versus Carolina. Carolina looked good last week, and oftentimes rookie quarterbacks look good in their first appearance, and then there's some tape on them in that second, third, fourth appearance. You start to see some regression. Kyle Allen was undrafted. He's probably undrafted for a reason. Uh, in Houston, I watched the, I watched the Chargers game Sunday. And they scored three straight drives. I touched on three straight drives in the second half. I think the offense might be starting to click. So, yeah. Give me uh, give me the Texans minus four and a half against Carolina. All right. Wrapping up. AWOL Hickman, anything anything to close this with? What you got, AWOL? I'm just uh, glad to be on. This has been fun. And, uh, and I'm excited about the... Uh, Baseball postseason we have coming up, and the uh, the pod we're gonna do coming up this weekend. Fun, fun, uh, yeah, fun time of year. This uh, as far as sports goes, uh, football season is my jam. Usually, the results of this year has made me uh, go ahead and check out on college football. So I am all in on fantasy, making my terrible teams better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will, I will throw this out there too. Uh, I'm. I'm, me and Cole Huffman might be the only ones who care about this, but big time for wrestling, not just WWE, but uh, we got a new promotion starting up next week on TNT called AEW and NXT, the uh, uh, the minor guess, leagues, minor leagues uh, for WWE is, is on USA Network now. And uh, so and then Fox uh, Smackdown's going to Fox. So for those wrestling fans out there, it's a big time for wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much more to add, but go follow us on social media at Sports Nuts Pod or follow us on Facebook, Sports Nuts and Beer Guts Podcast. Uh, be on the lookout for the special baseball playoff bonus episode that starts, uh, that we're going to tape on Sunday night. We'll probably release it sometime Sunday night. My kid's playing with my car keys right now, uh, and my car <laughs> alarm is going off in the background. Oh, that's awesome. My apologies. I don't live in the ghetto, I promise. Uh, I don't know how he, he doesn't. I don't know how he has my keys. My keys were like hidden from him. Why is your kid uh, awake? Oh God, he has the worst. I say the worst. He he literally sleeps from like nine to nine each night. But the Preds are playing tonight, 
So I have a feeling he's watching the Preds game right now in bed with my wife. So the preseason game. Uh, That's hilarious. That's awesome. So enjoyed it. It was a good time. Hope you enjoy. 